podcast that tries to explain fictional worlds using science. I'm Simon. And I'm Jeff. So, uh, Jeff. Simon. As I'm to understand it, we're doing The Blob with Steve McQueen. <laughs> yeah, The Thing, the 1982 <laughs> film. <laughs> A little bit of a peek behind the curtain. I have for my entire life always called the blob the thing and jeff was like let's do the thing this week and i was like i'll do the thing that sounds fine i love that film not not the correct the thing yeah and then we realized we were talking about very different films yeah i don't even think we can create an entire episode out of the blob it's a very like nothing happens in the film except for people die and steve mcqueen runs away (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like it's it's I don't even think it's like it's only like a sixty minute film. It's very short. Anyway. Oh, alright. Yeah. So because So the thing. Yeah. What do you know about it? Uh I, enlighten us, Simon. I, I know it is a it is let me just open up this Wikipedia article that I have in the background. <laughs> no, it uh it is uh some kind of like like uh it's not a parasite, but it's like a, a creature that emulates other creatures. Mm-hmm. And that, that's all I know. <laughs> well, shoot, you got it. That's that's the whole bit. I, um, I did know that, however, this is apparently IGN's number four best horror film of all time. It is a pretty top-tier horror film. Yeah, But is it number four of all time? Uh, Keep in mind, one and two are Tucker and Dale. And I've, I've watched any of them. <laughs> well, number one is Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Number two is Young Frankenstein. Um, uh, and th- I don't know if all of those are horror films. <laughs> they are to me. They are to to to, to eight year old Simon. <laughs> right. And then obviously number three is Get Out. I forgot. I have seen Get Out. That one's only three. That was pretty good. I really liked it. And actually, we were just talking about this, the fact that the 15 minutes of every horror form, film is like just the worst ever because everyone mm-hmm. does the exact same thing. However, Get right. Out does it really well. Because <laughs> they do anything different. Well, no, they they still do the same thing. Like, it's someone driving through a, a forest <laughs> in a car. <laughs> but they do it very well. Yes. Because uh, Jordan Peele is a genius. Mm-hmm. As anyone who is from the internet circa 2010 knows. So, Jeff, you're going to have to lead this one, man. I don't think... Is that right. literally... Yeah. Is so, that it? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, broad strokes, you got it. The thing is, like, some alien creature that can assimilate and replicate life forms that it has assimilated. So, it's like that, so. that one episode of Futurama in the last season... Where they uh, they do the the corporate like retreat? It might be. And, and I don't know if I've seen that episode. It's just there's an alien that copies all the people, and they're worried about the alien. They don't know like who's the alien, and who's the real person. So they just start running amok. Yep, yep, that sounds uh, about right. Yeah, so I don't know where do you want to dive in. You want to dive in at how it can like assimilate people? <laughs> I don't have you a place figure to figure out what it I, is. I guess. <laughs> You got no frame of reference. Oh, uh, so it's not a bit like I usually do. Okay. Well, I get it, it now. That it's not a bit that I literally am like reading the Wikipedia <laughs> article about this currently. And I am learning. I have actually, I skipped the plot 
the plot synopsis and I'm now just in the in the critiques and the cultural impact. Did you know that Tarantino cited the thing as inspiration for reservoir dogs? That makes no sense. <laughs> no, it makes sense. Does it though? The paranoia and there being a traitor in your midst. Okay. But then I feel like the children's game Mafia is a like <laughs> Well, it's also not a movie that you can take inspiration from, I, is it? I guess. I think that that's just... <laughs> I think you're painting with broad strokes there. I think that people are lying I about the impact of this film, and it's actually not that great. I think that that actually is a pretty decent point to like draw inspiration from. However, I would like everyone to know that actor Wilford Brimley was in this film. Maybe. I, I don't know actors' names. He was. and apparently, I, I don't know if this is before or after his diabetes, but... <laughs> He was right. in this film. Now I remember who he is. <laughs> now you remember who he is. <laughs> Sorry, I I can't I can't pronounce his name incorrectly because I don't have a a jowly face and a mustache. <laughs> Actually, this has like an incredible cast. How have I never seen this film before? This is Kurt Russell. And I don't Keith know. David it's a really it. good flick. Sorry, we can. And it has Christopher Walken. No, wait. It does not have Christopher Walken. It, there's also a 2011 prequel to it. You might be looking at some of those actors. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm I, I, I have not seen that I one. think I'm looking at prospective actors. Oh, okay. Anyway, so the thing. Assimilation. It is just general idea. The thing is a... <laughs> it's a noun. Some sort of... Okay. It's a noun. Um, is some like alien that can copy things that it does. We've done this already. And so it'll like masquerade as just a dog or a normal person and once someone's alone with it it will like consume them like assimilate them and then it can you know copy its biology so so the first question i have is uh does the thing ever just like why would it not just like become a fly or like an ant or something something that's so small that people don't pay attention to it and then just like chill in bathrooms uh, that is actually one of the future points. It is more or less intelligent depending on how much mass it has. Ha! Huh. So wait, the more mass, the more intelligent? The more intelligent, the less mass, the more just instinct-driven it is. This is this is Jeff. He's just, he always needs to do something. He had to wash his hands. He had to... I don't know why he has to wash good, his hands. Good vamping over there. Keep it up. <laughs> really good. This is filler dialogue for Simon later on um, to, to cut out. So that he has something to cut out. So it makes him feel like he's editing the episode when all he's really doing is listening to it very quickly and then being like, eh, that's good enough, and sending it on. So I'm back. How was the, the just kind of vamping on your own? That was good. How did, how did it work out? It was good. I realized I still had my mask on my face. Um, because I literally just got back into my house. <laughs> just dove into your computer share to start podcasting. Pretty much, yeah. I was so excited about podcasting today. I actually was. I'm just, I just happened to be in the lab today longer than I wanted to be. This is in Juneau, Alaska. This is, this sounds like a beautiful film. If only it had Steve McQueen in it. If only. If only. Every. Maybe we can make one of them mashup fan edits. Of the blob. Like that one <laughs> horror film you really wanted. 
Yeah, well, it's a combination of the top five horror films of all time. We've already mentioned the top three, but then four <laughs> is The Thing, as, of course, IGN has already stated, and then five is The mm-hmm. Blob. And then I'll just mash up oh, all those, go. and it'll be amazing. It'll have it'll cover race Pretty issues. Sure. Yeah. It'll yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So it so we gotta tackle how does it like copy? But it needs whatever way it has to copy. It also it it is not copying the biology directly. Assuming that it so here's my question. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, let's just say like you've met Sarge, right? A dog. Your dog, yes. Have you also met a dog painter? No. Okay, but you've seen a larger dog. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen dogs larger than Sarge, yes. So what I'm asking is, if the thing turned into Sarge, would he be dumber than than if he turned into a larger dog? Like the same, so the same biology essentially, but just differences in mass. Right. I'm not sure if they get kind of that granular in. Uh... <laughs> Like the minutia. Well, then what are we doing here, Jeff? <laughs> There's, <laughs> I mean, like you know, it's a bunch of people in the film being terrorized by the thing, and they're trying to figure it out. Okay. The levels they were able to figure out is like here is blood. If you stick it with a hot needle, it will attack and try to run away. Here is a thing that is people. It will pretend it's not the thing, and then assimilate you when you're alone okay so it's not like say like if i'm like uh turning into like a hundred and a hundred pound four eleven woman versus like you know seven two two hundred and fifty pound man there's a difference in intelligence there it's more just like it's real broad strokes (laughs) yeah i think like if replicated person like if their arm comes off or their head comes off with like you know crab spider leg things as a for instance thing that happens in the film wait i'm confused Um, are you taking off the arms and legs with a crab spider thing or that it the creature oh yeah no there's like a scene where a replicated person like its head just kind of like comes off with crab legs and it scuttles away. Oh, oh, I see. Like it just like like pops off. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got you. I got But you. so yeah, like that head would be less intelligent than the person. <sighs> okay. So that's yeah. So that's kind of like the strokes of the level of different like where levels of different intelligence come in. Okay. What if? Hmm. Well, so it seems like. This is like a colony. So it seems like this is like a, like a community of of biology kind of thing. Like like mm-hmm. like their their thinking power, their ability to, to come up with like like um, thought that's complex. Complex is the word I was looking at, I was thinking of. Requires there to be like a mm-hmm. critical mass of the number of cells. Right. So so maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's like you know how we were saying last week with the cinnamon van, how it was like uh, kind of like a slime mold. Mm-hmm. What if this is a very similar thing? Like it is a uh, like a rapidly reproducing something or other, right? That- and that's kind of where I was thinking. With as there are more cells, like it's more freed up to kind of specialize what cells are doing on like yeah. working on so others can think yeah or uh 
I was thinking more like it has just more physical processing capability. Mm, I see. Um, it's just more computer chips stacked together. Yep, just more. As as we all know, when you stack computer chips, they get smarter. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. When I, I had the idea, so I have this idea in my head of like, how do you... Because I'm assuming it can't like split in half, right? Uh, it can? I mean, it can like... <laughs> Well, like I just described, where it like popped its head off. So the in the head and the body are still animated, and they operate independently. Yes. Then what when, is this thing do doing? Why separate. is it not just creating an army of people and taking over the world? Uh well, I think it's less. It is like driven. Like, purpose-driven to take over the world, and more purpose-driven to, like, reproduce and expand. Well, aren't we all? Right? Uh... <laughs> so it's it's hard to hate the thing. It's just doing its thing. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just, you know, it's it's got that, um... I'm trying to think of a, of a not-blue way of saying this, and I am not coming up with anything. <laughs> okay it's more fit for survival than people are how's that uh psh, i'm i mean if that's all it takes is the the want to reproduce and the and the ability to expand <laughs> boy i might fit and for the survival. ability to consume people and become them yeah you know me jeff i'm all about that consuming and becoming other people yeah yeah so 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 it's, that's why I got into podcasts. The, the the thing is kind of a misnomer. It should be the things because it, it. Yeah, probably. Like once it becomes different things. I mean, the wiki I'm looking at has them all like named as X thing, like dog thing or Blair thing, and they're all operating Blair being like the person that got assimilated. Oh, thank you. I was so it's all, all just individual instances of the thing, I guess. But it's not like a singular entity because I was going to go with maybe it has to have like it has like a root organism that builds out the organisms around it, and that's what makes it mm. like like a single entity. Uh but if it, if it yeah, if, and that's the thing. I'm not sure if it is necessarily. A single entity or once they split then they are like distinct and vying for their own individual survival rather than the survival of the thing as hmm. a whole i mean so just to like if if we are incorrect about this what we could do is also just do is just say like um like it needs a it needs a critical mass mm -hmm. like so it can't turn into a fly because there just isn't enough mass there just for it to survive, and you know, it, yeah, it can, for it to do anything really worthwhile. Yeah, it can pop off its head or something like that, but it can't. But that that head is not a viable reproducer of the thing. Um, and so on top of that, it also has like a, a counter that where, it, as soon as it's reached a certain mass, it has to split. So it's kind of just sloughing off parts of itself constantly that are mm -hmm. a non-viable matter but that's still sentient right and then 
like they might just have a chance of like accidentally ambushing somebody at one point. Yeah, exactly. Uh Coolio. So we know what the thing is. Mm-hmm. Are we done? <laughs> yeah, nailed it. Um, awesome. No, I guess we really didn't figure out. Uh, we got like tangented on the intelligence point, uh, which was like uh, my last point I was going to make. But here we are. Uh, so back to the first point: How does it actually assimilate people? Like, how does it like take on their genome and like specialized cells and recreate them? So I now I have to know how deep they go in. Are we sure it's the genome? Like, do they... Is, uh, is... Not necessarily the genome. I think it seems more like it's um, kind of, like, making carbon copies of how the cells are in that organism. Because it will recreate a bad heart, and then huh. it'll just kind of, like, die. Huh. That is a toughie. Because you would think, like, oh, it could just it's just copying the visualization of it. But, no, it's actually copying, like, the functionality. Yeah, like, it'll recreate, like, all the organs and... Here's the question, does all it... The, all the fun bits. Must it... Is there a time when it, you know, encounters somebody and copies them differently than who, what they actually are? Uh, I think we largely see them, like mid replication if it's not like looking like the person or if it's discovered it will like go berserk and lash out where it just has all kinds of different uh like anatomy from other creatures that it has assimilated in the past Hmm. so like you know functionally identical to a person until it's discovered and then it has, you know, insect mouth parts and claws and stuff that, like, pop out of it to attack. Hmm, that's... So, yeah, with, with that in mind, like, there's some sort of, um, like, pooled knowledge of past creatures that have been assimilated. Well, well, actually, yes. So, but what this makes me think is, is that... The thing doesn't have an original form as much as it is physically altering its own, uh, I'm not going to say genetic material, but informational material, structural Mm -hmm. material maybe is the best word for that. Um, um, and, and that's what's happening is that when it, it has to like actively suppress and control what it's expressing in terms of its mm-hmm. genes. And when it is startled, when it is scared or found out, it has to divert the attention it's paying towards controlling that part of it to... And so it just kind of like, it's like, you know, hand off the wheel. Anything that is a, um, a phenotype that could possibly be like useful in that situation not even useful but that is just it is expressible comes out oh oh okay i see yeah so it has to like actively control what what phenotypes it is expressing and then once you're like oh i see it's a thing the thing just goes ah and it like (laughs) it's just like i'm everything (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, like, because that will help, if nothing else, to shock whoever is, like, whatever prey is trying to attack it into not attacking it for, like, a hot second for it to get the get the jump on them. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I completely agree with this. It's like, um... I was about to say that that dinosaur from Jurassic Park with the frills, but that doesn't actually exist. Um, <laughs> well, the idea of that dinosaur from Jurassic Park with the frills. Kind of, yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I wanted to find like an actual real life example. I'm thinking something on the lines of like uh, moths or uh, butterflies that can like when they get startled, they spread their wings to make themselves look like they're larger creatures. Mm-hmm. They have like the ones that have like there's a word for that. They have like eyes on the back of their of their wings. Uh, is that one of the various forms of mimicry that you're looking for? Yeah, yeah. But it is. It, yeah. There's like four of them, and I forget what they are. That's uh, totally fine. I mean, you just happen to be a bug guy, um. <laughs> right? listen listen jeff hasn't been in an academic setting for a very long time yeah no i i look at maths on spreadsheets and tell people that they did things bad hey i look at math on spreadsheets and i get told i did things bad so (laughs) (laughs) probably feels bad both ends doesn't it uh yeah it feels better if you're the one telling people i'm gonna say that it's someone who used to do that it's a lot better <laughs> right yeah so that's that's kind of so so now we have a creature who i i think i don't think that this thing has quite like a genetic code that's as hardwired as we have um okay yeah so it's just like like i, I yeah like the way i'm hmm. seeing it is it's like a, a almost like a retrovirus or like a virus in general, in general, where it has like a like a piece of DNA, and instead it just has like it, it is just assembling it. Uh, uh, oh, it's so it like yeah. So the the assimilation is more like uh, an infection in that sense, where it's taking over the host cells. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then like essentially breaking down its DNA and using it to replicate the original creature physically at least mm-hmm. but you mentioned a bad heart now that's not technically a genetic issue right so it must also take into account like try and compromise between between like kind of the masquerade of uh looking like the people that it's trying to be and being you know, the most fit predator in the room, necessarily. Well, you said it it, it will copy a bad heart. That seems like that's the lead, the bad thing. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's sacrificing, like, yeah, I'll take the bad heart to be more like this person so people think they're oh. that person. Yes. Yes. And, and almost as if, like, um, it doesn't actually know what it's... It doesn't have, like, a conscious idea of what it's replicating. It's just kind of uh, going... That actually 
there is another point where it won't replicate like dead things. I mean, but it can just be like I, so. I mean, that's like a very basic. <laughs> I'm I'm not involved in that in that dead stuff. Well, yeah, but it's also like that. there's no reason to copy like. So for it to be the the best predator, it has to be able to mm-hmm. assimilate into uh, uh, a creature's social structure. It's really like a social mm-hmm. predator, um, and in doing so. It, ha- it it doesn't know like how humans identify other humans because it's not a human. It doesn't have that ability. It doesn't have that kind of neural network that we do. Make sense? Right. Like, like so the thing itself when it's not in Yeah. Like before it has assimilated a person. Yeah. So it just grows it it grabs the person and says, I'm just gonna replicate everything um mm-hmm. in hopes that they won't find me out. But the reason it doesn't do dead people is because it knows, at least on some level, that dead people don't come back to life. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's fair. Yeah. And, like, what I wanted to get at before you're just like, it's grabbing things to recreate yeah, it. Yeah, sure, it's my fault. Uh, that's where I thought you were going to go, so I tried to give you an out. Hmm, I never silenced my phone. Oh well. Oh well. Um, <laughs> I don't do the edit, that's fine. Yeah, Simon's gonna have to deal with that. <laughs> oh wait, so are you agreeing with me that this kind of seems like what it's what it's doing, where it's like, it, it's just trying to... Uh, yeah, where it's like, uh, like a social predator trying to, trying to operate in that sense, yeah. That's, this is kind of an interesting evolutionary idea because i don't think there is really a social it's you know what actually there is a social predator but yeah it's vampires well okay (laughs) (laughs) you you got me there uh i was gonna say actually sexually transmitted diseases but they don't really encourage uh Right. Like socialization. It's actually mm-hmm. it is more similar to like like a guinea worm. Uh do you know what a guinea worm is? I'm trying to remember. That's the one that like It's the bad one. <laughs> it's the bad one that comes out your feet. Yeah. Right? Yeah, if you're thinking of the yeah. one that like it takes like <laughs> several days to leave your body. Uh, yeah, 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 that's it. yeah. That's the guinea worm. But like uh, the guinea worm, if you're not familiar, listener, uh, be careful while you Google. It's terrifying. It is. Yeah, it's it's a worm essentially that that lives. It doesn't live in your gut. It lives in, in like the the uh, interstitial parts of your body, uh, and just like grows and eats you. And then when it when it wants to leave, what it does is it just goes down out your leg. Uh, and then what it does is it makes your leg feel like it's very warm, like on fire. Mm-hmm. So you instinctively put your leg in bodies of water, and then the guinea worm bursts forth and swims because it needs to be in water. So it's like evolved this way of, of socially affecting humans. Uh, not socially affecting, but like behaviorally affecting humans mm-hmm. so that it always goes to water or normally goes to water. 
Mm-hmm. That's what, and, and that's kind of what I'm trying to get at is that it's something that like has a like behavioral predat- predation to it rather than rather than predation that is um, like yeah, like just a straight like ambush predator or something. So here's kind of a crazy idea because yeah, I don't really have like that's not really how predators generally work. The thing almost acts like prey, or like, like a dog. Like, like that's like something that is like almost symbiotic mm-hmm. and and uses like because when you do behavior like that, it kind of is like a defense mechanism more than a offensive mechanism. So maybe right. Maybe, and so, do you think it might have just like happened to assimilate something that would, uh, like? lead it more towards predation like it was prey originally i i actually think it's still prey um but just on our world to us it's a predator (laughs) right because like well well and the reason i know that sounds insane but what i'm thinking is that like maybe it it comes from a world where um the like dominant predator they like to eat four kinds of meat at the same time so they like raise these on farms uh no no what i was thinking <laughs> what i was thinking is like is like like the apex predator is like a, it's a social predator but it's not like excessively social so it knows not to kill mm-hmm. other versions of its other other things of its kind but it doesn't know it, it doesn't like create communities so that when it once it comes to right earth and the apex predator is man and man is hyper social it's 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 prey instinct is just gone haywire and it just sees everything as a as an enemy that it needs to assimilate to avoid detection Mm -hmm. okay yeah that that tracks um i think like with that though is why does it have so many different um like assimilated phenotypes from before getting to Earth. Well, I think that that probably has to do with uh, reproduction. Like, like <coughs> if this is a galactic traveler that has encountered other life forms, mm-hmm. um, perhaps we're actually seeing like generations away from the original creature. Mm-hmm. And and it has really been traveling the cosmos for so long that it's just kind of accumulated alien parts. Right, but like, I guess where does the predator predator prey kind of mentality fit with that? Like, um, like why is it still just like a, a haywired response? Elsewhere, like, does it take a more predatory role or like prey role? I think it probably. I think it probably takes a. It depends on where it lands. Like it could be predator or prey, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, wherever it is, it it has wherever it has landed before. It has seen at least a couple of creatures, and it has mm-hmm. assimilated them automatically as like its defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. Or what it is is. Um, the the thing is like uh like a sideshow like it was found by a galactic traveler and it like gets mm-hmm. brought around to different 
galactic communities and been like, hey. And just, like, shown off. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's <laughs> on like the a, side of the road as an attraction. Yeah, it's like a zoo exhibit. That's a terrifying zoo that I never <laughs> want to go to. Hey, yeah, terrifying to you, but maybe not to other galactic creatures. Maybe they think it's cool. But like, hey, you know this Maybe, creepy could. crab monster? <laughs> this thing could... Well, I was going to say, this thing can eat me right now. Then I realized that is every zoo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah, the, the, like, the thing is really just like an escaped Bengal tiger that is just like wandering around <laughs> a different planet now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I guess it just is a thing that falls into whatever ecological niche it falls into, whichever planet it happens to be on. Yeah, and and I feel like... Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, right? I feel like its ability to copy, like, other terrestrial creatures... <coughs> Wait, creatures from other terraria would be the correct way of saying that. Mm-hmm. It still, it still doesn't sound correct. Yeah, it sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> its ability to copy aliens is probably due to its like it ha- probably has like a plasticity that is like just orders of magnitude beyond anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that may come from the fact that it is actually a, just a collection of very simple creatures. Back to the whole idea that it's like a collection of cells. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then that Jesus Christ uh, ties back into. Um, I don't know. I lost track of my train of thought when I almost rolled over my foot in my chair. <laughs> I'm not going to lie on that one. <laughs> I mean, we. I commend you for telling the truth. <laughs> uh, it only took 12 weeks to film this. <laughs> Still haven't filmed it. I'm just recording this. Should I? Was I supposed to get a webcam? It, it took 12 weeks to film the thing. Oh, okay. I see. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about this this with, episode. This audio medium. <laughs> yeah, which what the listeners don't know is that there's actually a, a video component to all of our files. It's just that you can't see it because it's not the right format. <laughs> uh yeah, we are wasting a lot of, <laughs> of, of data uh, storage space. <laughs> yeah. So uh is there any, uh, anything else? Let's see what else really? is interesting to discuss. Memories. Let's do, do memories of a similar It retains memories and knowledge of things that it has assimilated. Wait. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I realize now that this kind of uh, blows some stuff out of the water, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, you're like, hey, son, you yeah, know that yeah. past half hour of audio you've been recording? Yeah, you can just throw that right in the garbage. Just throw it out. <laughs> That's bad. Uh, well, like, it's not necessarily bad. Like, it, it uses those memories as part of that masquerade for the uh, predation. But the issue... Uh, like, it, it masquerades not... Like, it isn't... Here is a person. I'm going to look like a person and pretend to be a person. It is... Here is a person called Blair. I am now Blair. I have an idea. Okay. So, I I was thinking, like, how would an alien know how to, like... First of all, there's a communication issue of, like, how does an alien decode a brain to understand its memories? 
But Mm -hmm. now I'm realizing, if you think back to our Animorph episode when we were talking about the Yerks, we were like, what what really happens is that it doesn't steal the memories. It hijacks the brain. Like, it it, it intercepts Mm -hmm. the brain's communications so that it lets the brain continue to run and recognize things and use its own memories. Mm -hmm. While it just has, like, a, a... control of the limbs so so maybe when it digests it it keeps the like the nervous system of the creatures the 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 processing systems of the creatures Mm -hmm. so that it can like it still has like eyeballs and a brain in like a meat suit that is the thing uh and it is like it's then like querying that brain being like okay here's something what is the what is query what is this thing and it'll be like oh it's my boyfriend tony or oh that's a pizza sandwich or something like that i really want a meatball sub right now anyway (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and i was thinking um kind of as uh in line with it as more of an infection sort of way of spreading as the retrovirus where it like um Repl- takes over those cells so like everything that those cells were already doing like it's still doing it yeah and it just gets you know now it has control over i guess digested or internalized some way when it changes forms or assimilates something else yeah it it takes the but this also explains like why it has like non-genetic components to it too that are issues. Like mm-hmm. it it doesn't quite know what the 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 processing parts of it, of its brain are, but it knows like this is probably an important organ. So I'm not going to get rid of it. <laughs> this is an organ that exists. I should keep it. Yeah. But it's not something All that... All organs. Well, it's not... But, I mean, it's not necessarily something that will, like, affect the physical description of the mm-hmm. host. So right. it keeps... So maybe it, it's, it only replicates, like, the skin. Or, like, the, the, the structure, external structure of a creature. Keeps all the internal organs and just kind of piggybacks on that. So it is like it is wearing humans as mecha suits, and I know you didn't want to do uh, neon gel or like Genesis. reverse mech suits. I guess if it is the outside part, yes, it is reverse mech suits. <laughs> it is the exoskeleton, the exo, which brings us right back to uh, Evangelion. That's what yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, like we 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 didn't want to do it this week, but you know what, we did it. <laughs> All right, so let's discuss AT. Yeah, there you go. You've got EVA, yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, if you super saturate water with oxygen, technically you can breathe it. Uh, oh, so we're going straight to LCL. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, we're not doing that. I don't. <laughs> if we want to do uh, there, like, there is a lot. Like, I would love to do Evangelion eventually, but I need, like, five years uh, to write a thesis for it to be like even begin to understand what's going on jeff every week i study a beloved 
cultural touchstone for about right. two hours. For about half an hour. <laughs> oh, two hours. I, okay. I, well, it depends on if I'm working wow. that day. Dedication. If I'm working that day, it's it's ten minutes. It's I open up tabs and go, okay, this is what I'm talking about. I don't think you need. I think I think we could do. Well, and that's the problem with Ava. I was five minutes in and I had nineteen tabs open. So maybe here's what maybe I should do. Maybe I should leave this episode. And you have to just be like, no, that's incorrect, but okay. <laughs> and, like, I do actually have some knowledge from the last time I researched this, and I want to die. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, listen. This this isn't this isn't a, a whole-butted podcast. This is a half-butted podcast. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and our listeners know this. Because currently we're talking... We're not talking about the thing. <laughs> because uh, is there anything else we have to answer about the thing i should ask uh what do we got we got assimilation we got keeping memories we got it eats people ah we covered some stuff how do you feel about it i feel i feel pretty good um good i really wish i had a meatball sub i don't know why i really want a meatball sub i want anything but a meatball sub after looking at like just the screenshots from yeah oh the thing. the thing is gross that might be why I want a meatball sub listener wherever you are order me a meatball please sub. <laughs> send me a meatball sub Uber eats Simon a meatball sub with provolone no that's fine I got broccoli cheese casserole anyway I think that's the end of our podcast we've been rambling yeah I think just, that's it I'm we covered hungry. some stuff yeah. We covered some stuff. We did a we did a good job. We released a previous episode. We released three episodes in the past three weeks. That's a lot of work, guys. <laughs> it's less how many episodes we've released and more how big they are. How much bandwidth we have left to upload. <laughs> exactly. So now we have to spend ten minutes uh, doing our call to action, uh, which will push us <laughs> and our traditional end of episode ramble. Yes. Which... Do we wanna include the meatball sub anecdote in that? to save a little bit of time or do we not want but but then like how will the listeners get to know us see what you i i I've already explained this jeff i'm trying to build parasocial relationships and the way you do that right. is you make people feel like they know you and i and they now now the listener knows that i really want to be false up <laughs> like i and i really just have to maintain the mythos of an immortal being of all times exactly of all times not just this times God. all times and space anyway thanks for listening to our very rambly uh the thing episode if you want to know more facts about its reception it was a bridge here's google yeah here is the wikipedia <laughs> article in the following years oh, wait shoot i already messed it up that's not how those <laughs> words go together <laughs> ah you're Killing it, Simon. Give it another run-up. In the years following its release, critics and fans reevaluated the thing as a milestone of the horror genre. A prescient? Prescient's not a word. I'm sorry, Wikipedia. That's that's a lie. What? The word prescient. P-R-E-S-C-I-E-N-T. I think it is definitely a word. Uh, having or showing knowledge of events before they take place. Uh, yeah. I mean, prescient. That's what you wanted. Oh, there you go. That's that's the word. So that's not how you pronounce that. And like, 
if if this is oppression, if that's how you pronounce that word, then the word scientist is pronounced shagentist. Well, all right, hold on. Are we going to pivot into being a linguist podcast? Because we can get into linguistics. I mean, let's not. because that's... I can cite other linguistics podcasts I've listened to. Thank you. That's all right, because linguists... I mean, guys, language is nothing. Language is meaningless. Um... <laughs> <laughs> language is the basis of social organization in today's society uh but, meaningless and well well because it's the basis of social organization in today's society it's also the root of a lot of oppression classist ideologies that's just me so, saying it though thanks to joe sobchak for our <laughs> music uh find us on pedanticandwavium.com and at what was it p handwavium on twitter uh, yeah, at Beheadwavium on Twitter. And the episode might be on YouTube at some point. Uh, yeah, if I ever find the time to export the, like, 25 Never episodes. mind, it probably won't be on YouTube at some point. I mean, you could you could do it. <laughs> never mind, it'll out. never be on YouTube. I mean, yeah, I, it's, it's all free, is, is all the stuff I use, so. It just takes a long time. Mm-hmm. Cool, yeah, uh... We're on Twitter. Uh, yeah, like and subscribe to us on your podcasting app. And yeah. and thanks for listening to it. It means a lot to us that someone out there cares. Listens to us ramble about meatball sandwiches. God, it's just their butt. Like, they're so me. Like, this is the this is the <laughs> this is the goal of humanity. Is that if you want something that is like you know what it's gonna be like to eat. We got so close, listeners. It's, I tried a, it's to bring a meatball home, sandwich. And then I just I dropped the ball. I brought him back to meatball sandwiches. I'm so sorry. Good night. Wish me luck. I love you. Bye.